The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. And hello there, welcome to another Rough House podcast. Uh, I am Christoph. Uh, Justin uh, is is MIA tonight. Marty is here. Uh, hello! Still recovering, you still sitting on the uh, butt pillow? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I've never sat straighter in my life, which is funny considering how I got here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no Justin birthday boy uh, yeah. on this one. Uh, unfortunately, fortunately, I'm sure on, on paper the idea of, well, he's not on the podcast because birthday reason sounds good. Right. But I know at the same time, if he were here, he would give us... An immaculately detailed explanation of how nightmarish his evening is going. Right, yeah, I, I could imagine it. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to next week for the story of this. Yeah, uh, yeah. And my birthday is in two weeks from tonight, as we're oh. recording on Thursday. So we're uh, we're a Pisces bunch over here. When's your birthday, Marty? October. So I'm You're a I'm, son of a bitch. I'm on the other side of the map. Completely. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> hey, the OG538 would be delighted to hear that. I'm <laughs> sure. Well, uh, I, I guess should we change that to OG five thirty seven? Because weren't you a part of that? I was. Yes, yes. I guess I, I've I've totally shifted from one side of the fence to the other. <laughs> yes, but, you're you one know. of us. One of us. <laughs> for so, better or for uh, worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and now my cat's deciding to jump in his cardboard box and start clawing things up. So that's cool. Perfect yeah, timing, yeah. Xavier. Thanks, bud. Exactly. Um. Christ. So yeah, Justin is enjoying his birthday dinner. I I tried to get out of him where he was going because I know that would have some kind of bearing on how the evening goes. Um, you know, if 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 he's if he got dragged to like an Applebee's or something, he's just in the seventh circle of hell right now. He's not in the mood for eating good in the neighborhood. It's not <laughs> probably, not really his probably jam. Probably not. Not not uh. until ten o'clock, where his halftime apps or nine o'clock. Oh, you okay. Xavier. Okay. Apple, please. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. It's like literally right next to me in the microphone. He's just tearing up this box. I should get rid of the box. I'm. It's my own fault, really. Yeah. He's a little hobo, and he likes to he likes to tear up the box. I don't mind it when I'm not recording a podcast. 
See, now this this is where the Roughhouse podcast just turns into cat talk. Yes, I, cat talk. Yeah. I, we I, haven't done I, a cat I, update in a while. We haven't. We haven't. And I guess you could drop this in if you still have access to the old uh, I probably uh, still intro. have that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, um, one of my two cats also enjoys the hobo lifestyle. He, yeah. he just uh, hangs out in an old Amazon box that we can't bring ourselves to get rid of because yes, he just lives exactly. in it every few weeks. And, he, you know, he just sits there and curls up and looks all adorable and you can't do anything about it. That's yeah. how they've survived this long, by being assholes who are adorable. And we just we just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And this is really the hard-hitting journalism that keeps people coming back to the <laughs> Rough House podcast. Like, people have cats. They know what we're talking about. They can relate. They we're being relatable right now. Okay? <laughs> we're telling we're telling stories uh, about our own lives. People say, oh, I'm just like these two schmucks who record a wrestling podcast. And it makes them feel better <laughs> about themselves. So, congratulations people who also have cats who are assholes. You're just like us. Yes, there, there's no escaping <laughs> it. Uh, so, I will say the other thing that I, I really need to find out about and and i'm gonna botch the names here on this so i'm not even gonna say them but according to what justin was telling a a, a unsuspecting public on the morning uh-huh. show this morning uh it, w- it will have hap- happened probably by the time this goes up uh, it sounds like he is wrestling his stepson um, I, I, I am not making this up. This is 100% a thing he was talking about on the morning show this morning. I want to get more of the details here. He shares a birthday with one of his stepkids. Right. Yeah. Okay. And all right. he worked out something, and I'm sure we can get all the details <laughs> next week. He worked out something with the fine people of Maryland Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're going Shout to have out, a party at, at the MCW Arena. Okay. And Justin is going to work a match with his <laughs> stepson. Now, now I bet this is one of those one uh, situations where you you work very stiff, not snug, yes. not snug. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah very <laughs> stiff. Gonna give him that receipt. Uh, but uh, exactly, it's it's nothing but potatoes. I, I, yes. I Justin <laughs> is going to go back to the Irish heritage. Potato yeah. farming for days. He's going to be built uh, from Idaho. Is exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I I kind of want to know uh, a how it went. B what on earth leads to the idea of you know what we're going to do this year for his birthday? We're working wow. a match. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Justin's dreams come true. He gets he gets to beat up on his uh, on his stepkid. I think at this point it's safe to say Justin has gone full Kenny Omega. Yeah, because you remember Kenny Omega had the match with the uh, with I think it was like a ten year old girl. Exactly. Um, and you know I'm not gonna never mind. I'm not, I'm not even gonna say that. I don't need any more heat from that family. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega, you know, it Cornette, put Kenny on the map. It, it did, and Jim Cornette hates it and hates him because of it. Well, not only that, Kenny Omega also wrestled a blow-up doll. Very true. And he also wrestled some guy in his, like, house and outdoor lake area sort of yeah. thing. You remember that one, yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he's, a, he's a journeyman, uh, Mr. Omega, and I think Justin's trying to uh, just get a notch in the belt there by by wrestling his stepson. And I know I do know for a fact that the uh, MCW birthday parties is a really great uh, thing if, if, you're, uh, if you're young – family member is a wrestling fan definitely hit up the uh mcw people uh for that because they you know they they get you in they'll do like a battle royal they have a bunch of wrestlers 
there showing you how to do stuff and uh it's it, it is uh it is certainly a good time so i hope i hope 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 that video of this surfaces and maybe we'll oh, make yeah. a patreon exclusive um for all you people out there <laughs> you say patreon exclusive i'm saying we send it straight to dunk uh, dunkel uncle dave <laughs> and we find out how many stars justin can get out of a 10 year old Oh Christ! Just, oh, I mean, Justin's Justin's an okay worker. I've worked a match with him, so I know. Uh, you know, I kicked him in the ribs so bad. I watched that. It's funny. I watched that match again last week because I was showing a friend back when Justin and I um, were working the night show at Ninety Eight Rock together, and we yeah. we had this whole kayfabe story where we we picked a, we were fighting with each other on the air, and it all culminated at Rally in the Alley uh, outside of Della Roses in White Marsh. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was. It, did we talk about this on on this show yet? Uh, I know we did it on the Patreon. I don't remember I say, the last have, time we talked we about it. We have not discussed it. Okay. So. so anyway, it was it was a uh, trios match. I was teamed up with two uh, two heels, and we were wearing Steelers gear because it was a Ravens pep rally. And Justin came of out with uh, with Fed up. This is how long ago this was with Fed up, C Fed, and G Fed uh, in yay Ravens son. gear. So yay, son, indeed. Uh, and at one point. Uh, I was, uh, Justin was taking the heat and I, I was giving him, I was giving the boots and I kicked him so hard in the ribs. <laughs> I immediately broke character and apologized to him. I was like, oh shit, are you okay, dude? He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> Same character. I was like, you got it. Um, so yeah, that's, if you want the, the whole entire story, uh, cheap plug for the Patreon, uh, yes. patreon.com slash the rough house podcast uh it's cheap as hell prices may go up so get it while you can uh exactly. sign up now and we tell the entire story of that match and our other wrestling matches you, the Patreon's good stuff and you and i may be recording a patreon episode uh later on tonight uh discussing uh the wonderful world of george lucas and his creations uh not howard the duck we're not doing an no, hour on howard no. the duck it, it is a a duckless experience yeah. no ducks yeah. here yeah, we're doing uh, THX so, 1138. That's it. <laughs> so right. uh, I guess we should actually talk about the pro wrestling. Not, yes. not just matches you and Justin have worked in the past or Justin yes. will be working in the not too distant future. <laughs> uh, the, the world of pro wrestling. I don't know about you, Chris, but I, I kind of feel like we are in the calm before the storm right now. Yeah. For many reasons. We're, we're still coming off of the Rumble. Uh-huh. We have Mania... About three months, or sorry, two two months, two, two months, months away. Change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it we we're in that weird in between time. We have two pay per views uh, coming down the pike: Elimination Chamber and Fastlane right. for Raw and SmackDown, respectively. Yep. And I will. I don't know. I, I'm not feeling super stoked about either one yet. I don't think they're bad, but well, I'm not. I'm not in this space of like I, I want to see these Elimination Chamber matches. Or right. want to see the AJ Styles defense against now three people? Uh, let, let, let's yeah. go ahead and get into it. Let, let's talk about the Raw side first. Okay. Uh, with right. elimination, elimination Chamber. chamber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got the card in front of me. Right now, we only got three matches. Men's Elimination right. Chamber, Women's Elimination Chamber, and the Asuka-Nia Jax match, which was just oh, added yeah. on Monday night. Uh, which one do you want to get into first, Chris? Let's start with the the Oscar Nia Jax thing. So, and this kind of ties into the whole um, Alexa Bliss and Kurt Angle promo, which was bewildering. Yeah. Um, so Angle comes out and announces, or at least tries to get out the competitors <laughs> of uh, of the women's elimination chamber match. And I don't I don't know what it is 
with Angle. His promos since he's returned, and I didn't, I apologize, I didn't watch a ton of his TNA run, so I don't remember what kind of promos he was cutting there. But I remember Angle back in his heyday, Ruthless Aggression, stuff like that. And his promos were great, and he had great timing, and, um, you know, you were just drawn to him. And now it just seems like he's stumbling over himself. He can't remember things. Just trying to get promos out there. Uh, you know, it looked like he forgot Mandy Rose's name for a second when he I was announcing her as a competitor, <laughs> a competitor for the Elimination Chamber match. Um, so it, it, it's odd. Have you noticed that about Kurt? Yeah, he has not really been as whip smart and smooth as he yeah. was in the day. Granted, uh, dude's had a lot of head trauma. Well, that's true. Uh, he, that is, that is a valid point. He basically in TNA was if there's a cage, Kurt Angle's going to flip off of it. Whether or not he's right. even booked that night, he will find a way to do a moonsault onto nothing. Uh, so maybe there's a touch of that. Also, you think about how much the WWE has changed since he left. I mean, he was yeah. gone about 10 years. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much the writers were, a, you know, a, a consistent thing in that era versus what they are now. And we know that that it's all pretty heavily micromanaged. Uh, although right. we're seeing on some shows, like it, it feels to me at least the mixed match challenge stuff. Yes. Feels a little more unscripted, a little more let them go out there and shoot their shot and see what they've got. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if a dude like Angle, as good as he is, the pressure might be high. The, right. the still relative newness. I mean, yeah, he's been around for almost a year now. Almost a year, to yeah. Think about, but I, I can see where all of that would lead to dude stumbling and bumbling all over his words, yeah. even though he's a pro and a half. Yeah, it's true. It's just, it's just you know, those factors do make sense. It's just odd to see you know sure. where he is now compared to where he was. Um, and and to your point about the the looseness of of the current promos, I think the in ring stuff certainly is still very scripted. But I, I'm liking what they're doing with the handheld um, cell phone videos. Yeah, and they seem a lot more off the cuff and a lot more of the performers actually performing and giving themselves some character. Um, so I'm really enjoying that, and I like the way they're presenting it with the with the names, even though we know who the fuck they are. But I, I just I just right. like the 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 freshened um, presentation of it all. Um, it, it who really, knows? In three weeks, I may be annoyed with it, but right now, I like it. Yeah, I, there there are good, uh, good sides and bad sides to it. Uh, it feels like it, it started with the mixed match challenge stuff, uh, and, and then it progressed onward into what we were seeing on SmackDown with the weird-ass graphics, and seeing the, the graphics on screen, there, there's a good side and a bad side to it. Good side, you know, we started seeing applied during the, the mixed match challenge stuff, and the right. bad side, uh, SmackDown getting real graphics heavy with, like, the <laughs> Uso penitentiary, penitentiary. And, and all that, yeah. but I agree, it, it is adding a nice, fresh coat of paint to a yes. show that can feel kind of boilerplate at times. Um, all that being said, you know, Kurt came out there, he was, he was going back and forth with Alexa, and uh, Alexa brought up a, a pretty salient point of, yeah, <laughs> why not Brock? <laughs> yeah. Why not Brock in all of this? Uh, you know, if, if, if they want to hold uh, men's titles and women's titles to a certain standard, what's the difference between a Brock Lesnar and an Alexa Bliss? Oh. On paper, there really shouldn't be one. I mean, right. yes, in the real world, dramatic <laughs> differences, height, weight, size, uh, right. creepy chest it's tattoo, all... <laughs> major differences. Yes. 
But they should be perceived as the same. But instead, Bliss has to defend on, on the road to WrestleMania. And Brock, uh, he gets to take another month off because fuck it. Why not? Because he's Brock. And yeah, it, it, it's not fair. The weird thing about it is why they're letting her present these true points as a heel. That kind of seems like, you know, a baby face sort of thing. Like, this isn't fair. Why don't you treat me fairly like you do? Um, I guess it is kind of is heelish. But at the same time, you know, it, it, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. One of the golden uh, rules. I talked myself out of it. One of the golden rules, uh, <laughs> my understanding about a great heel promo is right. Uh, you talk shit, but it's not true shit. You call the guy right. a coward. Yes. He's not a coward. You call him right. a punk. Exactly. He's not a punk. That's what I'm going All with. these different things. Alexa not wanting to be in an elimination chamber match makes sense. She should be losing her mind about it. It's, you know, the most devious creation in the history of WWE or whatever Michael Cole is going to yell about it on that Sunday. Uh, The thing is, though, Alexa should not then go, hey, by the way, here's a massive plot hole in what you're booking that Brock should be doing the same thing. Right. She's not the Deadpool of the WWE. We don't need to wave... (laughs) To the fourth wall, uh, and, right. and uh, as as I threw out on our social media, I do think it's kind of fucked up that all the men have to go through these crazy matches qualifiers, yeah, to get into the elimination chamber, and then with the women, here comes Cornell going. All right, it's these people. Good night, everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much any woman on the roster is in the match. So yeah, who's not yeah. injured or um, <laughs> or Oscar or Nia or Jax. Nia Jax? It, it is so. a little weird. But that being said, with the Nia Jax and Asuka match, um, I'm I'm curious about putting them two together already because they're both kind of um, unstoppable machines at this point. They've really done a good job of correcting course and really building Nia Jax back up, especially uh, with the Rumble match. And Asuka, obviously, is Asuka. So them having a match, it, it screams um, either wonkiness to me or some kind of uh, just halting of momentum, uh, neither of which I really want to see. So I, I know you have to have something uh, to do with Asuka in that ma- in, on the pay-per-view card because you don't want your Royal Rumble winner just sitting there, kind of how you had both your women's champions sitting out just watching the Royal Rumble match. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing ideas. Maybe instead of putting the title up for grabs, you put Asuka's title shot up for grabs in the Elimination Chamber, but yeah. then you have Asuka win the Rumble and then the Elimination Chamber, which, you know, on one hand is just further builds up Asuka, but on the other hand, it's like give somebody else a chance. I'm um, just stream of consciousness here. You know, there's a lot of a lot of different ways it could play out. I, I just I just think it's it's too soon for Asuka to squash Naya, and Naya certainly uh, I don't want her to squash or not squash, just pin at all or beat. Asuka. So I'm, I'm curious. What are your thoughts? Now, now let me ask a question. So okay. the, the stipulation of the Asuka-Nia Jax match is if Nia wins, she uh-huh. gets added to the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania. Yes. They kind of showed their hand a little bit, I think. Well, that's my question. Has Asuka said which title she's challenging for? No. The answer is no, but Kurt said... That and again, this is another plot hole announced by Kurt Angle. That Oscar <laughs> is already guaranteed her match with Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. 
So yeah. certainly, you know, we've said this a million times. They can rewrite their own rules and change shit however yeah. they see fit. But it's just, you know, put some uh, – if you're going to, if you're gonna, you know, say stuff, say what you mean and mean what you say. And don't say shit that doesn't make any sense. Um, and don't give away your storylines and stuff like that. It's just weird. Well, I just had a thought, and, and maybe I, I'm playing crazy here. Maybe this is going to be my version of last year, Justin saying Kenny Omega is going to be back. In, <laughs> or Kenny Omega is going to be pay my rent, Marty? in WWE. No, no, I'm not. I'm not throwing. I, I, dude, I don't have... I don't have number eight market radio money. Okay, I don't. I don't have that. I can't do uh, that. Number eight. We're not DC. No, we're t- <laughs> barely, barely in the top twenty. Baltimore. So. Well, anyway, I, I don't. I don't have number one morning show money. That's, I that's what you, I don't I have. You. What, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, I'm gonna just throw out a random thought here. Okay. What if Charlotte runs in on the match? Interesting. Uh because to do what? right now we don't to, know what Charlotte is doing for Mania. Right. And the assumption is maybe it's going to be Charlotte Rousey. And there's been a lot of discussion even here about does it make sense for Rousey sure. to be on SmackDown? Not to mention come uh, earlier today we had the release of this week's uh, Wrestling Observer where it sounds like Ooh. Rousey is going to be used to get Stephanie McMahon over in mainstream media. So, yeah, what the flying fuck? I mean, what if the what if the end game here is Asuka? Against Charlotte, and I don't know, Naya against Alexa. Because Uh, that's a way to... You have a match that sounds like it has stakes. WWE has not been above totally tossing things on its head in the past. True, true. And it would keep both of them safe. Asuka doesn't really lose because it gets tossed out as a no contest. Naya remains strong because she doesn't get beat by Asuka. And you have a unique reason for Asuka to want to switch brands and go after Charlotte. Granted, I could be way off here. But it's just something that that started, you know, the cogs turning in my head. So Charlotte would have to come out and beat up, uh, beat, uh, she would have to beat up Asuka yeah, or, or interfere no, in no. some way, shape, or form. They, you know, they with, could totally just end up giving the match to Nia in some other way. There, There's four or five Raws still to go before Mania. Right. That's true. Yeah, yeah at least there's two before Elimination Chamber, so there's definitely yeah. more than that before Mania. Um, interesting. That, that, that would be interesting. Now, granted, um, I admit that is a Vince Russo level total clusterfuck and a half, <laughs> and it probably won't happen. But as soon as I saw this match book, I'm like, that feels weird. Like right. well, that's the wonkiness I was talking about. Something yeah. has to something has to happen here. Um, do I want to see Charlotte and Nia Jax or uh, Charlotte and Asuka? Absolutely, that match would be amazing. Um, I think that I think that match makes a lot of sense. Nia versus Asuka, or Jesus Christ, Chris. Naya versus Alexa. Um, it's a lot is, of it's a lot of Alexa Asuka. It's. Yeah, they, they all—they're all turning into one woman. Let's just be honest here. I'm also not that bright, so there's well, that going against me too. I—I I, I said it before. I'll say it again. At the end of Royal Rumble, you just said Oscar standing in the ring, wondering which white lady with blonde hair wearing a leather jacket should I beat up? <laughs> they aren't making this easy for us or their own <laughs> roster. I know it's true. Or or Kurt Angle. See now, yes. now I—I I take back what I said about Kurt Angle. <laughs> 
All right, Kurt, you're a genius. I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep your neck straight, okay? Please. Don't don't ha- keep your head on the swivel. Keep it straight. Don't hurt yourself. Um, so yeah, that, curious to see how that uh, pans out. And you know, the match. I think the elimination ma- chamber match. You know, I always enjoy those as well. I, I yeah. like I like those gimmick matches. But the, when they just do gimmick match after gimmick match after gimmick match, it, it starts to burn out a little bit. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, the rumble is its own thing. Elimination chamber. Uh, I'm for. I, I, I want to see them get. I want to see them get violent. I want to. You know, I don't. I don't necessarily need somebody getting speared through the uh, plexiglass in the pod. Right. But uh, I, I want to see them be a little innovative with the violence in the, you know, with the grate that goes uh, outside the ring, inside the exactly. chamber, stuff like that. Um, so that's the the main deal with the women, I think. Was there anything else? Uh, we had a good Asuka Bailey match. Wasn't yeah. as good as Asuka Sasha, but the match was no. was was pretty good. There was there's been an increased work rate in the wrestling matches I've noticed um, on Raw uh, on Raw more than SmackDown, but but. Uh, it's it's really been good to see, you know the the Reigns and um, uh, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt match was yeah. was good to kick off the show. I the was very tag- pleased with that, even if yeah. Bray Wyatt lost again. Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, obviously, but, but still, it, it's yeah. just like, well, that was good, but another loss of the record books for Bray. <laughs> yeah, the the tag match with uh with Rollins and Reigns doing double duty against the Bar, I thought was really yeah, good. The Oscar Bailey good. match was good. Um and it was what? It was Balor and um who did it wasn't a three way. It wasn't a triple threat. It was Balor and Anderson, yeah. right? Is that who it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Against uh I don't even remember Revival. Who fought. Right? Yeah, that's it. Oh, poor Revival. Christ. Yeah, not not great, not great. Uh, but it, it it is becoming a a, a more ring based show, which is yeah. a nice change of pace. It's almost as if they realize, hey, we have three hours and guys who can fill that time. Let's give them the time. Uh, I don't know if this is because they too are kind of running on creative fumes and just waiting for things to happen once we hit. Yeah, the they're they're, they're 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 spinning their wheels until yeah. the night after chamber, and then it's full steam ahead. Yeah, it's like more, here's more like, Rousey, here's Brock, here's right Undertaker. Shut question your mark. Whore mouth. <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth with that. That Trump supporting son of a bitch. Why did you tell me that? Like I needed, uh, like I needed more heat to throw at the Undertaker. You tell me that shit. Um, I, I just a, en- enjoy being able to, to distill your rage onto an MP3, which we send out to an unsuspecting public. Uh, oh, they so they expect it. It's so uh, I, I think the, the the elimination chamber match for uh, for the mania shot, the men's elimination chamber match, I think yeah. that should be really fun. How crazy, by the way, freaking Elias stood tall over Braun and John I Cena. I know he Holy stole a pin. Shit. I mean, that's the that's really smart in in booking that match. I mean, that's really the best possible um, thing you can do because it's a, it's a sleazy heel thing to do you have braun look strong because basically braun won the match um and cena cena doing the job for the for the new guys so it's it's kind of the perfect uh perfect storm there and i'm sure um john cena hater brad will chime in on that and say something about how cena ruined the match (laughs) in some way um but you know that's what brad does so but yeah and the match the match was fun um God, Cena calls a spot so damn loud. There's at least two points <laughs> in that match where he's just yelling at the top of his lungs to do something. But, you know, it's Cena. Cena going to Cena. Yeah, it's what he does. But really, what a what a, a total surprise Elias on the main roster has been. It's true. 
I, I I flat out want to walk with Elias. Like that dude yeah. has has gone so far with really so little. I I I really didn't yeah. care for him in NXT, which is something I rarely say about anyone yeah. in NXT. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he true. was he's one that's of the true. few people where I was like, eh. But he's been brought up to the main roster. He's delivered when he's needed to deliver, and he's yeah. going to be in the main event of a pay per view. Unreal. Absolutely I know. Unreal. Even if it yeah. is Elimination Chamber, there's usually one guy where you go, oh, good for them. Yeah. The fact that it's Elias, it's, it's yes. well-deserved and well-earned. Uh, it but is. It's Braun, Elias, John Cena, Roman Reigns, The Miz, uh-huh. yeah. uh, which I was a little surprised to see. And uh, I, they're doing, what is it, a, a second a chance, chance four-way. Yeah. Uh, right. So Wyatt, Balor, Cruz, and Matt Hardy, I believe, yeah. are the four that lost the qualifying matches. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Balor of, of yeah. the group. Smart money. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe they'll throw Bray in, or maybe not. Maybe they'll they'll use this to build more Bray Hardy stuff. Yeah, that's what um, my heart is. I, I, or you know what? Maybe maybe we're all wrong. This is it. The Apollo Cruz mega push begins <laughs> on Raw on Monday. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head right now. Well, you can see me, Marty. <laughs> Nobody else can. I'm shaking my head violently. No, no well, Apollo They're Cruz isn't strapping gonna get the that. rocket to him. No, this no. is Apollo- it. <laughs> He's not getting the oh, good for him award on Monday. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's Elias's award, okay? All right. It's better than a Grammy, goddammit. Um, Very true. Yeah, it, it has to be Balor. You know, if, if you know what? If Cruz wins, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll humbly admit I was wrong. I have no, no money to make any formal, formal <laughs> wager. Uh, I'll buy a, I'll buy a Big Mac. How about that? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about Big it. Mac's on the line. All right. <laughs> So, so that that's where we are on the raw side. Not not a bad raw by any means. Just no, you know, steady build to the next show. And right now, uh, I think Elimination Chamber is gonna be a fun pay per view. And that's really all you can ask for out of it. Yeah, if I were to quibble on anything else, um, it would be that the Miz is in the Elimination Chamber match, which deprives us of an Intercontinental Championship title defense on the pay-per-view. Yeah. But that's just my personal love of the Miz, saying I want to see more of him um, in a feud. But maybe this is where the uh, alleged proposed Braun Strowman-Miz thing kicks off in the yeah. Elimination Chamber when they're both in there. So um, who knows where that that goes. So you lose that title match, and then the Elimination Chamber for the Women is the title match, so that's not separate. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm assuming there'll be a bar tag team match. Probably. Uh, on there yeah, at some point I, I against figure they'll somebody. do something with that. Maybe they'll do uh, uh, Hardy and Wyatt because we're assuming right. that they won't be in the chamber. Sure. I, I think cha- the chamber matches usually go f- about 45 minutes, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not uh, quick. So, so they're probably only going to be, you know, five matches total on this show. Because it, it's yeah. not going to be, you know, a, a, oh, a Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania six-hour event. Shh. They're, they're going to fit it into the standard 245, three hours we're used to. Yeah. We'll um, cram it in. On the other side of things, we have SmackDown. SmackDown is is starting the build to Fastlane, which isn't even until the middle of March. Yeah. So they've got a long way to go. Uh, but we... After uh, SmackDown, we just thought, oh, okay, it's going to be AJ Styles versus Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens Mm -hmm. versus Sami Zayn. And then on the interwebs today, Shane McMahon 
said, fuck it, here's a fourth guy. <laughs> and it's a, a guy that doesn't just comes out of nowhere. So it's Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin will have a match on Tuesday SmackDown where the winner will be inserted. Well, hello there into the fatal now fatal four way for the WWE championship at Fastlane. And it's those two. I mean, I know the, the roster on SmackDown isn't nearly as deep as it is on raw in terms of star power. Yeah. But you have Ziggler who, made a very unceremonious return to the Royal Rumble. And, was and like, this oh, is going to be this going to be okay. his, return to, uh, his return to SmackDown on Tuesday. Right. Yeah, so, he wasn't even on the, the show after the Rumble. So I, I'm guessing, unless it comes back up, the whole thing he was doing with Bobby Roode is now null and void and unimportant because I guess, again, based on SmackDown, they're building to Bobby Roode and Orton. Randy Orton, yeah. Which yeah. is a shame because... Oh man, I really thought they might give it to Rusev. I that the match yeah. was really good. Rusev was so over and he has been for a couple months now with the Rusev Day thing. I feel like this uh was an opportunity for a double turn. You know, Absolutely. have Rusev go full face and Rude go heel, which is where he's the best. Um but they did. They gave but they gave Bobby Rude the clean victory. I was I was shocked and disappointed. And it's, this isn't because I don't like Bobby Roode. I do. I was just, I'm just so into Rusev, and I really felt like he had momentum and thought it was time to uh, to pull the trigger um, on, on you know pushing the guy again. But yeah, uh, Rusev. Uh, and then, then Rusev's Bobby a, a an RKO. Rusev's a very hot character right now. The yeah. the the calendars are selling out, which is yeah. something I never thought I'd say in terms of <laughs> wrestling merchandise. Uh, a calendar, by the way, for 2018 released in February. Yeah, it's so they're out. already down a month. Yep, <laughs> and they're selling just fine. It's um, a good gimmick. <laughs> yeah, it's a great gimmick. Uh, so so Rusev's got all the heat behind him. Bobby Roode, uh, he's doing okay. I guess kind of there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Randy Orton, just happy to be here and collecting a paycheck of the three, who walks away with all the heat behind him, Randall K. Orton, because Good old Randall. why not? I, I it, It's weird. But to, to double back, we, we were talking about Corbin and Ziggler being added to the right. four-way. Uh, of the two, I would prefer to see Corbin in the spot because at least then it feels... Kind of like a natural extension of, oh, these are the four top non-Shinsuke Nakamura guys on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, it's still uh, weird. Like the, the AJ Owen Zayn angle, which we were complaining about just a few weeks ago. I know. Still doesn't make any sense. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Well, I mean, they 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 tried to, at least they gave it a, a promo's worth, and you know, Shane tried to paint the picture of Daniel Bryan acting this way because he's living vicariously through his, uh, you know, indie darling friends, and because I he guess. can't wrestle, and they can't. Well, I, I mean, I didn't say it worked. I said they yeah. tried. So that was yeah. that was the story that that they're going <laughs> with. Um, you know, I still feel like it's going to lead to some kind of. Uh, tag match at WrestleMania, which is a shame because they all deserve better. Obviously not with AJ, but with with um, Owens, Owens and Zayn versus Shane and somebody. Who yeah, the fuck knows? It, it's very weird because it, it feels so much like Shane is supposed to be the sympathetic one in all of this and Brian's supposed to be the dastardly heel helping his friends, but it... Right. It just makes Brian still sound like a good dude and Shane sound like a, a, an argument a of prick. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. It's, Same thing. McMahon it, argumentative prick. There you go. 
Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's odd. Um, but, you know, we did get a good U.S. title match out of it. Um, yeah. we're, we're starting to see uh, Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers build. Um, and I think that could be a really good match. I really, really love me some Luke Harper. So um, hopefully, you know, they, they get a good showing against the Usos who have been, you know, great in the top of their game. Absolutely. The past year at this point. Um, you know, if it's not going to happen for Gable and Benjamin, I don't know if it's going to happen for the Bludgeon Brothers. But, hey, you know. We'll, well, time will tell with uh, that. I would love for this to be the start of a real great feud between these two teams. Harper and Rowan have been languishing in... Squash territory. Yeah, squash territory, really getting to do nothing yeah. for far too long. Harper is, I feel like, or at least last I remember before he was doing squashes all the time, one of the better workers in the company. Yeah. And... And, you know, if you go back, him and Rowan always put on really fun matches. Sure. Them and the Usos should be a real blast. And I want this to be the beginning of something more, not just, well, this is what we're doing in the meantime before we build back up to Usos of the New Day. Always good, uh, but we keep seeing it. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I think the match could be good with those two. Um those two teams, you know, then that's not to say I wouldn't love another uh, fashion police uh, Brizongo tag team. Uh, of course, you know, of course, title push because I'll forever love those guys. So, yeah, you know, maybe until after WrestleMania, maybe this feud goes till Mania. And then the next uh, the SmackDown after Mania is when we get a war machine or a heavy machinery or an authors of pain. Uh, yeah, some, authors some of pain major seem call the most up. likely. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like both brands could really use a freshening up of the tag team divisions. Because if I have to see Seth Rollins against Sheamus and or Cesaro, <laughs> and the matches are always great, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, it's become the Cena versus Orton of 2017 and 18. I've seen these guys wrestle so goddamn much. There's not much new they can do um, to really wow me. They've done amazing things, but they're running out of things to do. Yeah, I, I hate to sound like something that people say all the time on, on uh, the dear, beloved interweb, but it really feels like if they had the tag division on one show and the women's division on one show, it would feel a bit more fresh because you wouldn't be fucking out all of these pairings before yeah. we get to the pay-per-view. I mean, it feels like both of those divisions on both shows run some variant of the same four to five yes. matchups on every show, every yeah. pay-per-view. And and there's got to be a point where you just kind of go, how many times can you see Bailey versus Sasha with no stakes and then yeah. actually care when there are stakes? Like, it's right. it's just, it, it, it's law of diminishing returns. You know, if they yeah. did a better job of kind of protecting these pairings a bit more, I think we'd be more interested in it. I mean, to, to sit here and say, like, oh, I don't want to see Usos in the New Day again already, uh, that's pretty damning because those matches are always great. And I have no doubt if they got on Mania, it'd be great. Yeah, but absolutely. I want something different for those guys very badly. Yeah. Uh, especially considering how many people they have under their rule, you know, signed to the WWE. Absolutely. There's so many great people and so many great combinations, you know. Um, I, just just keep it, keep it fresh. And, you know, I was thinking about this. Uh, we kind of complained 
about having a pay-per-view every two weeks rotating between both brands. But the good thing about having that many of them was that it kept storylines moving and turning over a little more. Now when we're back to waiting in a month or a month and a half in between blow-off shows, it seems like there's a lot more wheel spinning and treading water and a lot more of these repeated matches um, that kind of hurts the creative a little bit. Yeah, and and it's very interesting to see, you know, these shows kind of floundering in wait for Mania because I have no doubt yeah. once we get past these pay-per-views, it's going to be a fever pitch. It's going to be absolutely insane because I I think with the the potential matchups, although I know one in particular, uh, my dear friend Christoph will absolutely hate if it happens. I think on paper <laughs> it, it can be a very very good mania. Uh, oh, absolutely! absolutely. It, but it, it, it's interesting to compare these shows versus a show that's had a major shot in the arm creatively these past two weeks in two oh five live. Yes, good segue. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you just land on it. Uh, So 205 Live, we didn't really get to talk too much about it last week. Uh, Rockstar Spud now showing up. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. An incredible name. The NXT name generator has gone sentient and uh, produced its finest work. (laughs) Uh, And they've turned the show basically into what it should have been the entire time, which is the CWC every week. And uh, I I don't know if you've had the chance or opportunity. I know you work 35 jobs. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you had a chance or opportunity to see the two shows from last week and this week. But it is a world of difference. The crowd still doesn't give a shit, which is a major problem. But it feels like the matches are important. They're building to the to the title match, which I assume is going to be on the pre-show of Mania because probably sure as shit not going to be on the main show. Yeah. Uh, but you know, getting to see Callisto and, and Lince Dorado go out there and have a really fun lucha themed match. Getting good to old see, Lince, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lince Dorito, uh, Lince Dorito, knocking see, it out of the park. Getting to see Roddy Strong of all people get. Uh, a main roster call up out of nowhere and have a yeah. barn burner with Hideo Itami. Granted, still crowd didn't give a shit. Kind of heard it, right? But they've also watched three hours of wrestling by the point that this show is happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just really nice to see a show that is built around. Here's these matches. Here's everybody getting excited for their matches. Aren't you excited for those matches? And you can just kind of go, Yeah, yeah, I am. Let's see you next yeah. week, two oh five live. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. The matches, you know, over the past two weeks have been really good. I like the 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 refocus um, is definitely something that's been needed from the front uh, of the whole thing. You know, the making it an extension of WWE uh, proper. You know, the the main roster. It just it just wasn't going to work. That's not what got people into this whole cruiserweight thing again. So uh, focusing on the match, man, like that was the most lucha uh, libre style match I've I've seen in WWE and maybe ever. Um, yeah. And to your point about the crowd. I find, because uh, I watch it uh, on Wednesday nights when I have my second gig of the evening, uh, <laughs> DJing in Essex, which is just a fucking delight. Nads um, Flappy Sack? <laughs> Nads Flappy Sack, that's right. Yep. Only one more week of that. They canceled. <laughs> they canceled Aww. our beer pong night. <laughs> Valentine's Day is our last night of beer pong. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's where we are. It's it's a goddamn shame. I really needed that money, so now I gotta go back to giving handies outside the dumpster at Nad's Flappy Sack Express. But um, <laughs> I watch it there, 
and it's on mute, so I can't hear it because I'm playing terrible songs that people request, like Five Finger Death Punch and Lil People. So watching it on mute, you can't tell that the crowd's not into it, which yeah. uh, just gets me, uh, you know, as into it as I would be if I were there and and, and one of those five of 5,000 people enjoying it. So sure. um, watching it on mute is my recommendation because who's the <laughs> other guy? It's 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 Corey Graves and who's that other guy? I don't even know that guy's name. Uh, is it Vic? Vic, Vic something? Vic, Vic, the Vic Venom? Vic, Vic, Vic it's Venom. Something weird. <laughs> I, I I don't remember. It's it's Vic something. It's not He's, Vic Venom. Uh, it's it's another one of the interchangeable uh, brunette haired white dudes. It's, yeah, Tom Phillips Jr., who is Todd yeah. Pettengill Jr., who was yeah. you know it's it's just the the line of secession is just uh, insane how, when it comes to that. How WWE was able to hire three male commentators slash hosts that look exactly the same and three female <laughs> hosts yeah. that look exactly the same. Dasha Fuentes, Catherine Kelly, and who's the other one? I don't fucking know, but if you put a gun yeah. in my head, I could not tell you who was who. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I have no idea. But uh, 205 Live is, is getting to be a really fun show. I, I do recommend it to the Rough House listener if they are not getting yeah. their time. You're paying the 10 bucks a month anyway. Just check it out. Throw it on yeah. in the background. Uh, and and I will say I want a little bit more of what has become uh, one of my favorite angles, which is currently happening only on social media, which is Tozawa trying to become the 205 Live GM. <laughs> I, I don't know how much of this you've seen. But... The sad Tozawa photos uh, are <laughs> some of my favorite things. And Spud or Drake Maverick yes. uh, is tweeting them out, like the one on the plane. There's one of, the, of Tozawa just sitting there sad in the locker room, all dejected. <laughs> it's fucking outstanding. In black and white, too. Yeah. Oh, God. That's some that's some choice social media work right there. But if if you go back to when, when we were in that week where we didn't know who the 205 Live GM was, Tozawa's uh, got a, a video on his Instagram of him walking around backstage like Vince McMahon throwing the arms up telling oh, people they're fired that. like Holy it shit, it is amazing. it is it is a 10 it is so so good and you know uh showing a lot of personality for that guy right. i hope i mean he got to do a little tiny bit of it on 205 this week cuz he uh he's supposed to have a match with uh, the the uh, UK rosters Mark Andrews on two yes. five live this coming week he threw out a year fired at the end which was just bizarre and <laughs> surreal but uh, you know it, they're giving these guys an opportunity to shine in ways that they didn't before and yeah right now fuck it go for broke there there's no way that two oh five live can get worse than it was and pre Enzo yeah uh, I, I I think you know, this will hopefully work out for the best for everybody. And, and I think it is that shot, shot in the arm that they need. And I know that a lot of people will be like, oh, it's because Triple H is ready it now because apparently he is. But, you right. know, I I think it's also that it's just a back to basics wrestling show. Matches happen. Matches are important. See right. you next week. See these matches. And you want to come back. It's not it's not that hard, guys. Just well. Timing yeah. worked out a lot with with Enzo Very being true. the alleged scumbag that he is, um, and all that stuff happening and having a vacant title, having um, you know a tournament, which you know I, I always get sucked into tournaments, so Same. I'm I'm, I'm all about it. You know, having the tournament, having the new GM, and having you know this this changeover from. 
from Vince trying to make it, uh, you know, slapstick storylines and stuff like that into yeah. wrestling focused products. The stars aligned and it's, they seem to be uh, Falcon heavying it up to Mars right now. So I hope it uh, I hope it continues. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, topical humor, everybody. Yeah, well, that done. is a well rocket went into space. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's good and you know the problem with the crowd maybe not tape it maybe tape it maybe not do it live if you want the crowd into it I think it's a great yeah. warm up for the main show um, to get people into some matches like all right fuck yeah I'm here for some wrestling these guys are kicking each other's ass absolutely and, and doing all kinds of flippy dippy shit this is outstanding let's get into it and then you know SmackDown comes on and, and disappoints everybody. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 for, <laughs> I forget what show is, is taped in front of SmackDown. Is it Superstars that's taped in front of SmackDown? Do they still do Superstars? I uh, thought they I, didn't do that anymore uh, I, because of 205. Uh, I know that the, there is there's a show taped from 7 to 8, much in the same slot that they have for main event tapings on Raw. I don't know oh, okay. if, if it is Superstars or something else, but I'm with you. Seven o'clock. Have the two o five guys be the first people to hit the ring. The yeah. crowd's going to be stoked because holy shit, there's wrestling happening in front of them, yeah. and that's what they're for. Give them that that little bit of a live crowd. Yeah, I know the show's called two o five live. If it's taped, uh, who gives a shit? Most of it, wa- most of us watch it on delay anyway. That's uh, true. Because especially when you are now putting this this Facebook live show. Before 205 Live, right. there are now three hours and 20, 30 minutes of wrestling before the first guy hits the ring. Like, yeah. that's got to suck. Yeah, it's a bad spot for those guys. Have you been watching any of the mix match challenge? I I'll I'll be totally honest. I I originally was abstaining from watching it because uh, <laughs> I I I I for one uh, think a Facebook is a cesspool of terrible things, and b I think sending the message that hey you should put video on this piece of shit also is a terrible terrible idea because well, i'm yeah. that guy i haven't deleted my facebook yet but goddamn, do i want to anyway you still post a hell of a lot on there to be such a staunch uh, uh yeah. opponent of it that that's true i'll, I'll tell you this though none of, none, <laughs> of it, none of it gets sent actually through facebook i just have it forward from elsewhere because no, I'm, I'm that level of nerd anyway no, uh that's okay what when when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this is awful. This is terrible. Then I saw they were uploading the episodes to the network. And then right. I think it was before NXT TakeOver, they were airing that week's Mixed Match Challenge. So I went, okay, I'll just flip on the network, put it on live, and then I'll just leave it on to the pre-show sure. and all that fun shit. And it's a really fun show. It the, is. Uh, everyone seems to be genuinely enjoying themselves. It's it's a really easy watch, which is something I don't feel like you get to say too often in wrestling anymore, where you kind of feel like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm going to sit down for two hours of what could be a very mixed bag of television. Uh, right. Everyone's having fun. I, I think the, the Alexa Braun team is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And I love it. So may much. have invented a new fetish in me that I wasn't aware of before. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, but it's it's just a, a simple fun thing i mean it kind of reminds me quick. of yeah it's quick it, but it kind of reminds me of like house show matches where it's just like these yeah. these teams are out there to have fun 
pop the crowd, everybody goes home happy. And uh, hey, yes. apparently it raises money for charity. So good for everybody, right? Right. That's all the more reason that should be the last thing of the night and not 205 Live. Because yeah. it is so fun and people are having fun. Like Becky Lynch was skanking like Sami Zayn, yeah. you know, when they were on the tag uh, the tag match together. It was it was fucking great. And the Braun and, and Bliss thing, Beauty and the Beast, Big Little, holy shit. Uh, so much personality uh, between the two of them. It's mm-hmm. it's so endearing. It makes me love both those characters even more. Yeah. Even though, you know, a Blex- uh, a Blexa. Fuck, I'm an idiot. Blexa Alexa Bliss. I can't say her little name. I can't figure it out. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, I'm sleep deprived. That's what's wrong with me. Um, Oscar she's Bless. a heel, yeah. but she's she's just this just kind of just shooting them the the eye and doing all these double entendres yeah. uh you know we're gonna, we're gonna go all the we're way we're gonna go all the way and stuff yeah. like that i'm like oh this <laughs> is this is adorable and i love this and, um and, and even but, like the 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 gold dust mandy rose pairing yeah which yeah. again on paper like i know she uh mandy was filling in for alicia fox with the screw right. tailbone and all that uh, you know, you have this this Rolls Gold duo, as I think yeah. they were calling themselves, and yeah, that ended up being fun. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a really enjoyable show, and you know, the idea of sending everybody home happy. A lot of times, it's bigger stars than you might see throughout the entirety of SmackDown. So yeah, do that. Yeah. Send everybody home, call it a night, and and it probably makes for a better time for everybody. Yeah, with the rose gold thing, watch, just watching them come down, I was like having um, flashbacks to Marlena and Goldust from back in yeah. the day. Because, yeah, obviously, blonde bombshell, um, she's in a little more, she has more of an athletic build than uh, Terry Runnels did, but. Man, I was I was way into those two back in the day, um, yeah. Terry and and Dustin Reynolds, uh, and and I, I kind of got into the to the rose gold thing, and even though uh, they fought the uh, they fought uh, Naomi and Naomi, Uso, which right? whichever Uso, Jimmy John, Jimmy John Uso. I don't know. See, here's my yeah, problem with one. the Usos. For a long, long time, there was fat T-shirt wearing Uso, yes, and the other Uso. And now they both wear T-shirts. I don't know yes. who the hell anyone is anymore. And they don't have the face paint on the other on the opposite sides of the face anymore. That was either. never helpful for me anyway. This this was a big point of contention at my uh, my at my friend's Royal Rumble party during that tag match because we were trying to figure out who the fuck was who. Um, so I think we figured <laughs> out <clears throat> Jimmy Uso is John, who is Trinity, who is Naomi's uh, uh, husband. So Jimmy John is. Mr. Naomi, and then Jay is, I think his name starts with a J too. It's very fucking confusing. Uh, But Jimmy John is married to Naomi, and one of them wears a chain uh, necklace, and I can't remember which one it was because it was two weeks ago. But we did like some fucking sleuthing, man. We were like, all right, so what what can we tell these fuckers apart with? Because we're like, oh shit, this match is going three falls, and we don't know who the fuck's in the ring, so we have to figure this out somehow. Thank God it only went two, because you would have... You would have been sitting there going full CSI on screenshots from other pay-per-views yeah. trying to figure out what, hey, wait, I think that tattoo belongs to Jimmy. And right. you have the fact that they're the Uso brothers, and Uso means brother, so they're the brother brothers. The brother brothers. I yeah. Just, it, it's yeah. just a, a cavalcade of stupidity, and then yeah. one's a drunk now, I guess? I don't even know what's going on with them. <laughs> yeah, one of them was legitimately in the Uso penitentiary for I, a little I, bit. I, Boom. Graphic. Um, so there you go. It's... <laughs> It's it's a whole thing with Jimmy John. So Jim, yeah, just remember Jimmy John. Jimmy John is is Miss, Mr. Mr. Naomi, who's <laughs> who's also named Trinity, 
who yes is uh, and she's a funkodactyl too she was she was yes she was a funkodactyl yeah it was funny because <laughs> there was there was a ride along because I fucking love the ride along show uh, the last ride along was uh, both Usos and Naomi riding in one car the other one was Zayn and Owens um, some good stuff in there but yeah they actually brought up the whole uh, funkodactyl thing uh, with Naomi and they were playing. Um, tag team theme music uh trivia with naomi was playing a theme song and they had to guess uh what the uh what the music was <laughs> i was intrigued i thought it was great entertainment i don't know you'll probably fucking hate it but uh, uh i i i hey, recommend i'll 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 give it a shot and now i'm just wondering why jimmy john doesn't have the goddamn jimmy john sponsorship come on brock give him something <laughs> he ain't giving that shit up man he ain't giving that shit up um you, uh, real quick before we uh, before we get out of here, what's yes. your take on this Booker T. Corey Graves sitch? Ah, uh, man, I don't know. I I will say this: uh, if it's legitimate, it is the stupidest fucking thing. Two guys. <laughs> I know it's wrestling, and everyone yeah. in that locker room, uh, especially uh, of of the past generation, like Booker was, because Booker was always a guy to get into scraps. You know, the, there's the story of how He's he got beat a past. This. Yeah, well, I'm not not just the Wendy's robbery, but uh, dude knocked out Batista back in the day. Yeah. So, so he he's definitely uh, a legit those, tough guy. A legit tough guy, or one of those more old school mentality guys. But sure. like, I I don't think any of this has anything to do with Corey. They they rehired Jonathan Coachman because he got fired right. from ESPN, and they looked at the trio and went, well. Classic Vince McMahon fashion, I'm sure. We got one new black dude. Time for the other one to go. Oh, because if you, it, hey, I'm just saying. Look at look at how every single commentary team is set up. You've got white bread, pay by play guy. You've got former wrestler and a black uh-huh. guy across yeah. the board. That's yeah, what you have. Yeah. Otunga or Booker T or Coachman or, or Percy yeah. fucking Percy fucking Percy oh, Watkins. Fuck, I forgot about Percy. Yeah, I yeah. Do, I I don't know why this has become the thing in in WWE commentary. I mean, I kind of thought maybe Coachman's going to replace Michael Cole. Nope, not at all. Instead, yeah. Well, he's not ready for that yet. He's still a little yeah. rusty. He needs to work those cobwebs off. But yeah. um, you know, him and. Uh, him and Graves were trading barbs just like Booker and Graves were trading right. barbs. Although Graves Graves really rode Booker T hard. I mean, I'm not even going to try and say he didn't. But also, Booker T kind of mumbles in unintelligible uh, nonsense from time to time. So, <laughs> And yeah. I'm not one to talk because I've done that for the past 56 minutes at this point. But, uh, but yeah, if, if I were Book and this were a shoot, which I don't think it is, um, I think, uh, you know. I'd be like, this guy's just been motherfucking me the whole time. Uh, yeah. yeah, if I if I see him in the streets, I'll, I'm going to fucking clock him in the face. And it's not like Booker is fired. Booker is just going back no. to the pre-shows. Yeah. I'd imagine his contract remains probably the same, and he probably gets to travel a little bit less. Right. If I'm Booker, this is greener pastures for right. sure. But yeah. if, Unless his pay did get cut, in which case he has a, yeah. he has rightful beef. And then he should be pissed at one Jonathan Coachman because, God damn it, I thought he was gone and he's back and we can't get rid of him. I, you I, were never a coach fan? No. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Jesus, God, no. 
<laughs> I, I, you know, I, I didn't have quite that reaction to coaches re-signing, but uh, you know, at least he's not Mike Adamley or some shit like that. Hell, I'll take Todd Pettengill back. Sean Mooney, let's bring him back right now. Let's throw it all the way back to the event center. Bring was, back Sean I, Mooney. <laughs> anyway. He showed up on uh, uh, the 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 countdown of the yeah. Raw moments, didn't he? he yeah, he did. Yeah, he living he, in the warehouse. He has a podcast that I'm sure a lot more people listen to than this one. <laughs> oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh no, shit. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, I listened to Jericho's. Um, Chat with Uncle Dave Meltzer about the uh, Montreal screw job twenty years later. Oh god! So uh, it's, it's a it's a it's actually it was pretty interesting because there's you know they go like an hour and a half um, yeah. talk talking about it and all the stuff that led up to it that a lot of it was behind the scenes and I had no idea about and some of the stuff that happened that night that you know who knew and who uh, you know where the idea came from right. and, and stuff like that. It's if if you're intrigued by that moment in time, which is you know one of the biggest moments in pro wrestling history, um, I would recommend checking out uh, the Jericho Meltzer Screwjob Show. Yeah, I, I I have no doubt because Dave Meltzer's forgotten more about wrestling than most people have ever remembered. Christ. That it is uh, incredibly detailed, and he yes. says, "Um, and you know, and well, the thing is, quite a bit throughout the conversation." <laughs> but personally, I don't need to hear another break. It, it, it is the Zapruder film of professional wrestling, <laughs> as everyone figures out how exactly did the spit. Hit Vince McMahon. Was it back into the left or not? Was there a second screw job going on in the fucking book depository? Like, I don't need this to be broken down again. It's just ridiculous. All right, well, I was still into it, so you don't have to listen to it. I'm just recommending it to the to the OG 537. Yes. So, uh, you know, Marty, fuck off. You don't have to listen to it. But everybody else can enjoy it. That'd be great. Okay? His, his interview with Ellsworth was also pretty good. Jericho. Oh, good old, I, I, good, old, I just, good old James Ellsworth. Good, good old James Ellsworth. I, I, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back at some point. I was surprised he wasn't at the Rumble. I'll say that. I was very surprised. Yeah. Throw him in, uh, especially into the Women's Rumble, because that would have gotten some nuclear heat. But, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think there were some there are some betting odds on him uh, at least appearing in the rumble. I would have put some money down on it. Of course, I would have lost. This is why I don't gamble because I'm fucking terrible at it. Yeah. But hey, it would have it would have been fun to see. Um, is there anything else from this week we didn't cover here? You can think one, of one last thing. I just want to throw out here because yeah, uh, it, it is. Uh, I, I'm I'm a big Japanese wrestling dork, and I know where your side of of, of things yeah. lie. Uh, Omega Cody, they're finally doing that's true. It. Yeah. Ring of Honor during Mania weekend. Who you got? It's going head to head with TakeOver. Yeah, that which show, is great. By and the it way. looks like they're going to sell out a 5,000 seat venue with it, which is crazy. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. That would be the biggest show in ROH history and good yep. form and good for Cody uh, and good for Omega. Uh, good, you know, it, it, it's good business. It's good for business all around. It's, be- it's best for business. Um, I'm shocked that they're doing it this soon, to be completely honest with you. I felt like this was something that would be built. Um, for All In, um, or at, at least the Long Beach show, if not All In, which I think is absolutely uh, going to be later in the year. Yeah, yeah, All In September 1st, and actually the, right. the New Japan Long Beach show is uh, a week or two before Mania. It's right at the end of March. So yeah. uh, I, I am also surprised that that is going to happen in a Ring of Honor ring, but I, I guess it just says even more about how uh, – 
closely knit New Japan and Ring of Honor are these days that yeah. what is, a, at least in the States, a big money match is happening in Ring of Honor and, and not in a New Japan or New Japan US ring. Uh, I, I feel like whatever happens at the show, it's not really a definitive ending. Yes. It's probably the first chapter of many. And Agreed. I, I would not be shocked to see it all uh, build on into the All In show on September 1st. Yeah, and um, to your point to that, uh, I think that uh, the fact that apparently the Bullet Club, Cody and everybody else in there, have yeah. have the reins on creative over both companies for Which the is... for their storyline. Insane. I, I yeah. that that's like Hogan and WCW level yes. shit. I haven't heard of that in ages. So yeah, uh, so they're they're letting them book this storyline through the year. Um and you know, the fact that Kota Ibushi was just announced uh to be a part of the uh Supercard of Honor as well. So yeah. that leads me to believe that there'll be some more golden lovers action happening at uh at that show, which goddamn I love that name so much. Uh, <laughs> Super card of honor or golden lovers? Which golden which, lovers? Golden, golden lovers, lovers. Golden lovers. Golden showers. It's all gonna happen in Florida. And uh, <laughs> I, where I, else would you want it to happen? Hey, hey man, Florida or nothing, man. It's gonna be actually no way. It's fucking New Orleans. New yeah, Orleans. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, another place where many, many golden showers have happened. Uh, you yeah. act like somebody who knows from personal experience. Is there something you'd like to tell the room? Hey, man, Mardi Gras. That's all I'm saying. Mardi Gras. Mart, Marty. Marty. Marty yeah. Gras? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast <laughs> is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase w capital G lowercase k capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.